Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast. Thank you for listening. We are trying to labor into rediscovering the ancient way. There are plenty of new ideas, progressive thinkers, movements, waves, all these things we could say and try to brand the present move of God on the earth. But friends, listen, there has been a way carved out for us by the Messiah. It's ancient, okay? God himself, Yahweh, met with men on mountains covered with smoke. He tabernacled with men. He sent himself in the form of a man, a God-man, Yeshua Messiah, and he wrapped himself up in flesh and blood, and then he literally tabernacled with men. Emmanuel, God, with us, beside us. The pattern of the eternal God is extending himself to humanity. He loves you, friend. He loves us. He is righteous. He is just. He is holy. Jesus in no way is my buddy. He is highly, preeminently exalted, enthroned above every thing. Every created thing bows before the King. But listen, He loves you intimately and personally. I hope you know that, friend. Okay, so today, it is crazy cold, y'all. I mean, the wind chill at 5.30 this morning was 8 degrees. <laughs> Snow's falling. Our high today is 29. Look, I'm going to be inside today. So, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some time, do another recording. So, off we go. All right, to, when I'm recording this, it's Monday. It's Monday morning, and I just want to... I feel, I feel a lot of, of substance within the willingness to expose ourselves in honesty, in transparency, that I think there's something for us to give ourselves towards with, with determination now, of like, am I exposing myself to other believers and other people in general to say, you know what, this is who I am. Now let's be careful, let's be cautious. I always like to be a man of balance and of maturity. To clarify, the let's, let's be careful of what I always say is the, are the extremes of life, and especially within the church. Because you have people who say, anything goes, hey brother, I'm just like you, I'm, I'm fallen, I'm sinful. You know, we go to outreaches and we tell the lost world who knows nothing about Messiah, who are unregenerated, and we say we're, we're, we're regenerated, Christ men, born again. And then we look at these people and we say, look, I'm just like you. I sin. I love the, the cravings of the flesh. I'm just like you. And friend, that should not be true. That should not be true for us if we are really redeemed, new creations now in the bloodline. Um, the, we are now in Messiah. We are literally his offspring. We're holy. 
We're righteous. We should not be the same. And man, I, I wish the church, that the, the age that I live in, that the church would get that. This, this camaraderie and relevance of saying, hey, brother, I'm just like you. No way. I mean, <laughs> okay, so if that's our message, then hey, then what do I need Jesus for if we're already the same? Okay, we've got to reappropriate what it means to be in Christ and, and, and high, more highly exalt the supernatural work of regeneration. I'm not like those who don't have Messiah. I'm not, nor should I be. Okay, so today, again, where, where I started to go just a minute ago about just being open, being, being just examples to other believers. Like, today for sure is about people, I'm, I want to talk to the people who are involved in other people's lives. If you're, if you're in the me and Jesus lifestyle and you don't really rub with other believers, I mean rub. I don't mean just like hang out like buds and, and, and talk about some Bible verses. I mean if you are alongside other believers. Now we could say this, this does kind of have a ripple effect. This, is, this will be topically, I guess, broad in the sense of if you are in fact in a body of believers on any level, yes, it is applicable. I'm a little more focused. I like to speak to those who are truly pursuing the Lord with tenacity and vigor and purpose and intent. But I should say clearly, this is for anyone who considers themselves to be a part of a corporate expression of the body of Christ on the earth today. If you attend uh, traditional church services, if you do home gatherings, if you do fellowships of multiple families in whatever setting, if you go to Bible studies, if you do discipleship, but I'm speaking specifically today to those of us who on any level are alongside other believers in any kind of form, any kind of form. And this is what I want to say, and, I, and this is, I want to be right, I want to be humble. But I believe there's some correction and some admonition needed to be spoken and, and, and administered properly to the body of Christ in this hour. And, and let, me, let me set the table a little bit about what angle I'm coming to this from. Okay, so if you don't know, if you don't know me personally, or you don't know this podcast and have heard my testimony and our, our ongoings of our journey, my wife and I have, were about to be married 20 years. We were Christians when we met, um, served in churches, um, you know, the, the, a, a very normal story, hurt, burned, disappointed, Unplugged. Okay, so we were involved with home gatherings, and I use that loosely like that means a lot of things to different people. I don't have time to explain what that really is and what that was. It's just there's no time for that. But we did that for over 15 years. Okay, so no 
corporate church attendance as, as far as like a, a traditional church. Now, I don't mean traditional like singing hymns and, and somber and quiet. I mean like just a, a, a planned church service in a church building. Up until six weeks ago, my wife and I had not been in a church service together for 15 years. Okay, so listen to what I'm saying. 15 years now, believers maturing, growing, gathering and fellowshipping with other believers outside of the structured church. We learned a lot. We grew a lot. God did incredible things in our lives, changed my family, changed us entirely in that season. It was by no means a season of just like doing our own thing and hanging out, me and Jesus. God did incredible supernatural work in our lives of maturity. (sighs) Is that everyone's pattern and way? No, it's not. You know, I'm not endorsing that. That's our journey. Okay, so six weeks ago, we inserted ourselves into a fellowship, a, a structured church, an organized church, a, a traditional assembly, meaning in a building with service times, with things to do, the, 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 the structure of an organized congregation. And I'm just telling you, and again, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be, I'm just going to be true. Why? Because we need to know what's going on in the church. Because listen, unless you come into my house and see something I don't see because I'm in it every hour, every day, the functions of my family, you will have a different perspective than, than the people who are within that structure and that order of family. Why? Because it has become whatever along the incremental changes of the path we're on, even in our own households, and there are things you don't notice, things you don't see that are present in your own house. Why? Because it's your normal environment. You just function within the environment that you yourself have produced. And I'm saying that this is a warning, I believe, and I don't want to use that flashy or scary or from an authoritarian way, of a warning from the man of God. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying as a member of the present body of Christ on the earth, I have some great concerns about the condition and functions of the members. Specifically along one line that I want to highlight today. Okay, because I, I also want to add that um, the Lord has led us By his hand, it's not my doing. I haven't looked for it, sought for it, or even desired it. But for the last two weeks, I have also attended services at another fellowship on Sundays. The last two. This other fellowship that we are much more heavily involved in, have really given ourselves in faith to to what the Lord has brought our way. We've been doing that for six or seven weeks as a family. And this other gathering of people, again, within an ordered, structured church, I went one Sunday and my family went yesterday. And friends, I just feel like I have this really unique perspective because we are, 
We are mature believers and followers of Messiah. Our house, our house is ordered around when we sit and when, when we rise and when we lie down. We pursue the things of the kingdom. We talk about the Bible. We study. We pray. We fast. The things of, of, of supernatural, spiritual nature is normal in our house. It's just, it's not something we do. It's literally who we are, okay? And so that has been established for years and years. And so we go, in, we go out. We go out from our home. We've been meeting in our home for four years. And we met another home, in another home for 10 years before that with other people. In no way alone and just winging it, us and God. And so the Lord has changed seasons, sent us out. In obedience, we've gone with hesitation, with some fear, with much prayer, and, and, and really laboring to yield to what the Lord is asking of us in this time of our lives. And so we've been doing that, and listen, we have seen things that are very, they're hard to take. And, and, and I want to I get right to it because I'm going to talk too long with too much um, setup, and I'm already halfway in. The, the topic I really want to get right to that I'm just going to write on the board of this message right now to make it clear is the body of Christ is relationally challenged. We're relationally challenged, friends. And I'm telling you, in this age that is now here and is yet to come, we have got to work on this. Myself included now. I have been guilty of this my whole life until whatever reason, until the last six months. Something has changed in me where it's like, all I want to do is sit down with brothers and sisters and talk about the things of the kingdom. I mean literally, either with my family or with other brothers and sisters, that is literally all I want to do. It is this all-consuming drive in me that is, came about about six months ago, maybe nine at the most, about I just want to talk about the kingdom with other members of the kingdom. I am infatuated with it. But here's what I'm finding. The church declares this message of come, 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 family, 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 inclusion, inclusion, shared endeavor, shared endeavor. You're welcome here. You're welcome here. Yes and amen. But here's the problem. When you go in to her in a corporate expression in the pockets of people that has to happen geographically because the entire body of Christ cannot geographically all gather as the one man reality today. We know that. So in the corporate expressions that are spread out amongst the world, it is so hard to get in, friends. It is so hard to get in. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but friends, listen to what I'm saying. It is almost impossible. 
It's almost impossible, and I'm one who is pushing with every ounce of strength that I possess. And so I want, if you are in the corporate body of Christ, if you're a leader, if you're what the world wants to call a layman, but listen, if you're in the kingdom, you are a, you are a priest king. Now you have different functions, yes and amen, but you are responsible to be the extension of the head. And friends, listen to what I'm saying. There are people coming now into the corporate church that are going to come, they're going to get their hands shaked, they're going to get a hug, they're going to get, I'm so glad you're here, be, be, it's family here, and then they sit down alone, and that's it. Told their family, told these people exist for you, we exist to be the body to the world, we're a family, and then they go away. Friends, this is a problem. This is a serious problem because, listen, if I'm just casual Joe coming to visit your church, your gathering, your fellowship, your home Bible study, and I don't have a drive to be involved, brother, listen to what I'm saying. I'm coming in, I'm shaking your hand, I'm getting a hug, and I'm going out, and you will not even remember I came through. You won't even remember I was there in the present understanding of how we engage with people who intersect our lives. So friend, in your mind right now, go through your memory of your corporate expression, your reality of church attendance, body life, fellowship, and ask yourself, am I pursuing people? Am I including people? Now here's the problem. Here's one of the issues that I see so clearly. When we have the, the, the week-to-week mentality, we are instantaneously flawed. When we have the, hey brother, see you next Sunday, when it's Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you look at this dear brother who you say is your family, who you say is like you are arm in arm with, establishing the kingdom of God, and you say, hey man, you're saying, okay brother, see you in an entire week for another three or four hours, right there we are flawed. I hear see you next Sunday, and I cringe inside. (sighs) Now listen, again, why? The perspective I have is we have been with, with other families in the circumstance we were in for four years, constantly rubbing relational lives. Overlap. Hearts intertwined. And so now the Lord has sent us out and we go back into the structured, organized church and it's like, oh, whoa. We're relationally challenged. Hey, can, can we come over to your house? Ah, uh, well, you know, we're busy today. 
Maybe in a week or two? Oh, okay. Hey, y'all want to come up to where we are? Oh, man. I'd like to, but, you know, we're doing this and we're doing that. Yeah, but let's do that. Okay. Hey, can y'all want to? You know what I'm saying? Listen, friends. We have got to give ourselves away. Back in July of 2019, I did the message about freedom and liberty. And the second part of that series was about we have been set free to serve our brothers. Friends, part of serving our brothers is abandoning our own plans and our own will for the brothers, for other people. Now listen, I could be in a gathering, let's say I've been in a corporate church setting, a a normal church setting for years. I know who my my friend, my closest ones are. And if we only have week-to-week relationships, me and Brother Bill, we're going to sit and we're going to talk before and after the service the whole time. I'm consumed with Brother Bill. He's my closest brother. I've not hardly talked to him for a week. He and I are going to, we've got to connect, right? Okay, so let's say there's a, there's, the Smith family visiting for the first time. The Smith family is hungry for the things of God, desperate for the corporate reality of having the brotherhood in their household with other people. Well, there's no room for them because, look, I've got to talk to my brother that I only see once a week, and he and I are close, and we're discipling one another, we think, and we're doing these things in our minds, and so this is our time. This is our family time. But listen, friends, how does the family grow if the family is so desperate to connect in the tiny glimpse of time they're together, there's no new family coming in. There's no room for new family. Listen, you cannot just say this wide-sweeping arm of, hey, we're all family. Friends, Family is a precious, precious word. It's a precious creation by Yahweh. And it takes relationship. It takes time. It takes hearts reaching out to another and joining through the spirit and the brotherhood and the unity of only something the spirit of God can do. That needs established. It needs nurtured. And so friends, I just want to say, and and I'm thinking right this second about making this a two-part topic. So let's do that. I'm just going to stop it here before I ramble another 20 minutes. I'm going to try to move into another facet of this. And let's start talking about some solutions. Friends, the body of Christ is relationally challenged. And I do want to end this well, in case you don't make it to part two for whatever reason. There have been pockets of awesome, awesome relationships within this new venture. Within these two fellowships, one has some potential. The other, I'm already seeing men willing to give themselves to what the Spirit is saying about the relationship.
And that, my friends, has been a blessing. That has been awesome. It's there. It's within it. It's not completely vacant of it now. But I'm just saying from the, from the broad net of the, of the corporate church, she's being negligent. She's being consumed with her own relational needs because of the limitation of the gathering, the literal time constraints of the, fam, of the familial interaction. People are going to go missed. The expansion of the kingdom that I truly believe these people that I have met really do want, really do long for, and are really laboring to, to, to have, I would say, from my perspective now, my perspective, is it's lacking the outplay of how what their heart wants will happen. So let's talk about that a little bit in the next part. Friends, it's okay. It's okay. May we, myself included, present ourselves to be corrected. Listen, well, I'll get to that in part two. I'll share my correction in part two. Maybe that'll give you some interest. Hey, I, everybody wants to hear somebody confessing their own issues, right? <laughs> so tune into part two. Amen. <laughs>